When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. It's your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, with the finale, part three of the Snyder Cut special. So let's not waste any more time and let's get fed. I guess back to, you know, what are we? Are we in like the uh, we're in the part final six. fight scene, we're, right? We're on yeah. everyone prepping up. Superman donning his black suit. I oh, love okay. that. The black suit, that's yeah. a big deal. It is. Uh, we didn't cut the black suit originally. I don't know why. I don't know why. Or actually, no, no, no. I do know why. Because obviously the red and blue suit is more iconic and he just wants to go with the iconic stuff not what fans expect to see like if 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 the lay fan comes in and sees superman in a black suit they're gonna be like wait what black suit he doesn't wear a black suit superman wears blue and red What's this? What is the big deal with the black suit? Because so I the, mean, I understand right, it's a black suit. suit but... You can you can jump on that right after me. Even the black suit is like, so he can absorb more from the sun, which is why they had that quick scene of him in the black suit and up in the sun. Mm-hmm. He actually just it's, it's, it's more of a healing factor to it. With that suit, I think I so saw that in one that. of the old cartoons. Yeah, they don't and explain yeah. that, but that's why that black suit was where well, it looked cool to me, and that's why it was kind of important. They did a quick shot of him in the sun, but he's yeah. he's actually gaining even more power with the black suit on. And oh, why well, is this man not always wearing the suit? Like, is well, there an issue? It's more it's more iconic with his resurrection in the comics mm, when okay, he dons yeah. the that black too, suit. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Those those are literally the points I was gonna make. Yeah, uh, in the death of Superman uh, comics, uh, when Doomsday kills him, uh, he never actually died. He just was healing very slowly, yeah. and by putting on the black suit, yeah, because you know the yellow sun gives Kryptonians, you know, their all their superhuman abilities. So yeah, you can absorb more, and I guess also. Uh, we didn't took it out because just out the negative connotation of black. I guess I don't know. Uh, oh my god! There, there, there is, I so mean, black he, is bad now. What does that mean? <laughs> in, in his world, he said, you know, oh, if Superman wears black, this means he must be evil. Oh man, just a black suit. Like he was being silly, man. That was just dumb. <laughs> like, it yeah. was dumb. It like, was dumb. Uh, yeah, the black suit, it's iconic. It makes sense for, you know, when Superman's coming back. And I'm glad Snyder brought that back uh, for this version, at least. And and it makes sense with the lore. Like like Rose was saying earlier, he, he used it to absorb 
more of the sun and it it makes sense where remember he was kind of like struggling a bit with zod when he was fighting him in man of steel but he was just going a little bit ahead he was one-shotting steppenwolf and we know steppenwolf is way more powerful than zod yeah that makes sense like like the dude is just one-shotting him again that goes with the black suit uh mentality he has a more powerful suit he's more powerful he can knock the shit out of him so uh that's how uh the black suit comes into play everyone else gearing up batman in my opinion finally gets a good scene in this movie and it's the batmobile scene where he's driving in the batmobile being bat like this is the batman i know i'm like oh yeah guns watch me drift <laughs> like it was cool it was good yeah it was good it was good i do again i i swear this was another missed opportunity he was using guns on that thing when one of the parademons got onto the the batmobile i'm like oh okay he's reaching for a switch he's probably gonna flip the 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 electricity on the batmobile to like stun off the 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 parademons he didn't even do that he's he's just like oh eject (laughs) boom (laughs) he's 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 out of there i'm like all right all right that's that's hella lame but there was a cool money shot in that scene where it's like them all driving in and wonder woman's like helping rip off parademons off his car aquaman's uh doing his thing with aquaman cyborg they all i I like the the cooperation all of them were giving to each other um and then we get the money shot at the end where you see all of them charging it at one oh man i i love that scene like oh that was a good that was a good shot that was a good shot that was the money shot right there and it didn't it didn't feel necessarily forced either i mean it's a money shot it's a money shot but it was done well it was done well i'll give him that agreed agreed and uh i mean one thing that was changed in this was the uh the sky i noticed that the sky was Uh, red yeah yeah and the original and the town was deserted the town was deserted no no random scenes of people in the town too i'm glad I'm glad they took out that random family. Um, <laughs> oh God, the Russian family! <laughs> yes. I forgot. Oh my God, that, that that was just way too cheesy. Uh, and they, uh, for me, they only did that because they're like, "What the hell can Barry do?" I, I don't think uh, we didn't use Barry correctly. He didn't know. He didn't know how to use Barry. He he didn't know. Oh oh, he's the fast guy. Well. Okay. Uh, well, I killed off one of the more interesting fast guys in uh, Age of Ultron, but um, you know so what do I do with another one? <laughs> you don't know what to do. You don't know yeah, what you to do. Couldn't and... you couldn't kill Flash? You couldn't kill Flash, so he said he can save a family. Batman told him to save one person. He can go save a family, and that's what he did. But they took out that scene at least, and. He got a bit of a he got way more of a badass role in, in this one. Like Pivotal, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. His thing was what was it? It was building up, right? It was like to it build was, up his speed. To, uh, to to uh to charge the mother box, right? To yeah. Charge the mother box. yeah, it was for right. lightning. Cyborg would uh, you know, dial him in and say, All right, touch me, Barry, <laughs> and he'll come what? in really fast, really fast, super like almost at the speed of light and he'll almost touch- at the speed of light, correct. Almost at the speed of light. And I could tell the strain on on him. Like, I don't know, like, good actor. Uh he was 
it, it looked like he was struggling to maintain that speed. I like. Well, because if he keeps going, he's going to enter the speed force. That's you know? true. Yeah. yeah, he is. And <laughs> oh my God, can't we break don't want that, that rule yet. Can't we break cannot. that rule. We're already yeah, breaking too many before this. So yeah, we're not we're not ready for the speed force yet. Yeah, we are not. So. He's running around doing his thing. And then more or less, we get pretty much the same fight sequence. You know, Wonder Woman coming in, fighting Steppenwolf, uh, Cyborg helping. This was the scene I was talking about earlier with Batman. You have Batman fighting the Parademons, and he's using a gun. He's using a gun that he picked up off of one of the demons. And I'm like, my man, why? I I get it logically. Yeah, you would want to use a gun because it's a way easier <laughs> to take out some of these guys. But you're Batman. You don't. You have a you take off that utility belt. You don't need that because you clearly don't know. <laughs> you clearly don't. You clearly do not want to use it. Clearly. So he says he wanted to save his toys for the Joker next week. That's what he was saying. I want to say it for the Joker. He's way more of a threat than uh, Steppenwolf and or Darkseid combined. That yes. is true. <laughs> the Joker, you know, well, his, duh, plans uh, his, <laughs> his plans don't his plans don't go past, you know, Gotham City. So he's got to save his tools for yeah, the Joker for sure. That's, that's save his, his toys. That's his MO. I, <sighs> I agree with him. I agree. I stand by Batman's uh, choice in weaponry or lack of weaponry. Lack, oh my god. What do you guys think of the fight overall with Steppenwolf up until the the main hero comes in to save the day? You like it? Yeah, it was one of the positive of the movie, the fight scenes. Because the issue is that if the movie is not... It's a horrible movie just because of the bad things that are added or extra, but the things that are good, they're really good. And the fight scenes, they at least for me, whatever they did happen... It felt better than the previous version. But then again, I'm not willing to go back and watch another three-hour movie to double-check. So. <laughs> no, you, I, can I can confirm for you. I can confirm oh, for okay, you. It's a you lot get, better. There we go. Yes, I love, that, I love the action. It was a lot better. And for me, it felt more organic. And listen, we're watching hero movies. We want to see, just like, just like we want to see Batman be Batman. At the same time, we want to see these heroes fight. We want to see them fight. We want to see random hero stuff, but they actually fought as a as a team, especially in the final fight right before Superman came. They they did it together. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt more cohesive. It felt more. It felt like a Justice League. It felt like the Justice League. Agreed. I feel like that's like also what you needed because you had that middle of the movie kind of fight scene when Steppenwolf came by, and they were kind of everywhere, not unified. And then it comes like full circle. Now, like everyone's kind of working together in this final fight scene. Yeah, the choreography, the whole uh, aspect of unity. I really liked it. Um, And then uh, we have Superman coming in. I don't remember how it was in the original. I think it's probably the same. I don't know, maybe, but. No, no, I got you. No, he. uh, Okay. uh, Whedon gives him a corny old line. What's his name? Steppenwolf says something dumb, and then Superman appears out of nowhere, and Superman's like, "I'm also a big fan of justice." And, <laughs> oh no, he yeah, did I'm not. Yeah, I'm so glad they dropped that. They dropped yeah, that, didn't like, they? They dropped it. No that way. is. I don't believe oh, that. I don't God. remember that. I will look at <laughs> oh, that scene myself me, after this. Let I me need look to up see that. There's a lot of bad lines. I, I think we, quote. I think we buried it in the back of our minds. 
but there are a lot of bad lines from there. Well, that, that, that's a that's a that's a cheese line right there. That's for cheese. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. Honestly, yeah, I I I I didn't see the cheese at least with Snyder's. You know, he comes in, yeah. axe drops on his shoulder, he uses cold breath. That's pretty dope. I like that. Yes, he didn't mess around. He didn't mess around. He started slapping the crap out of uh, uh, Steppenwolf, <laughs> like SS Goku versus Frieza. I do, that's what Steppenwolf should have been yelling, help! I'm in danger. I mean, he was, listen, this this version, this version of the fight was made way more violent. He maimed Steppenwolf. That's he, right. He, he cut, cut off like his, his horn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, let the homies get some. So he could have took them out, but he said, I want the homies to get some, too. (laughs) Everyone gets a piece. All my homies love a Steppenwolf. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone got arguably, I guess, a killing. Well, actually, wait, no. Not a killing blow yet. Um, We did get Superman beating the crap out of Steppenwolf. And then a very important scene happens where... um, uh, what was it? The mother box are actually united, and it. Oh, oh no! What was it? It was a a para a, a parademon of all things managed to pinpoint Flash running uh, at dude, speed yeah. of light. Give him the MVP. Give, Give him, him yeah. MVP. Promote that parademon. I think he <laughs> yeah. should be the general of your army, not Steppenwolf. Uh, yeah. But this guy like basically shoots down Barry, makes him trip. He loses his speed. He has to heal up. Now Cyborg is, he's saying, Barry, where are you? Hello. And Barry, Barry needs time to heal. And because of that time, uh, basically, it, it's too late. The mother boxes unite. Uh, um, Dark side comes down. Boom, goes the dynamite. Everyone ends up dying. But yeah. then, but then, Barry does something you could argue is really cool or really dumb because they kind of blew their load with something very iconic with the Flash. He started to time travel. And Dumb. as as a fan of the Flash, and this is kind of like where I could piggyback off of what Toasty was saying earlier. As a fan of the Flash, I know the man can run so fast he can time travel. And he's done it in, in movies like Flashpoint Paradox. And he started doing that in this movie. He, he started running and he rewound and it was kind of nice. I'm like, oh, he's, he's thinking about his dad and everything. And he's running really fast and he's rewinding time to the point where, um, you know, before the box is united and, and he can build up enough speed to touch Cyborg again. But um, uh, I thought the scene was kind of cool, but I can I can understand completely why it was kind of too soon. What do you guys think on it? Um, it was cool. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now as we speak. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep on my initial watch, so I had to. I don't know if that's a testament to how I feel about the movie, but um, but uh, I, it's 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 cool. We all know Flash can do this, so again, I, I I'd much rather have this. Than uh, Whedon, where he's just goofing around with Flash, and he's you know not really giving him much to do at all. I like the fact that Flash serves a bigger purpose, and they really tap into you know what he can do. I'm okay with 
exploring. Again, this is just a tease, you know. This is really just a tease. Right. But um, go ahead, Darce. I know, I know you are a Flash <laughs> fan. Well, I was just gonna say that, like, I, I don't know if I, if I'm remembering this correctly, but it seemed like he just like ran, and that's what brought him to time travel. There wasn't like a wind up before that because. Last I remember, he like got yeah. shot up, and then like he had to heal, and then he's like, "Okay, well, time to time travel." Boop, boop, boop. Like you right. know, like, there wasn't like a oh, okay, let me run backwards around the Earth a couple times to like rewind. Right, because he was at the speed of light before, books. and he wasn't time traveling, but now, you know, he just starts time traveling out of nowhere. Right, like he like himself is moving so fast that he can just time travel back, but, um. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that sort of uh, transition into the time. I know that it was needed because if they're going to be bringing up Flashpoint in future movies, this this was a better way of kind of like introducing it than just like spending the first hour and a half of Barry trying to learn how to go back in time versus, you know, like, okay, it's established. He knows how to go back in time. Let's see what Flashpoint is going to be about. And he actually, um, in the movie, uh, in this movie, he actually did kind of hint at uh, time travel a little bit when and when they were trying to resurrect Superman. Um, his his goal was to touch the box before it hit the water. And when he did the initial windup, when he was racing towards the box, um, the the box ended up touching the water, and that's when you knew it was too late. So he kind of did a thing where he kind of rewound time by like a couple seconds. And that's where you he see did. the scene where the box comes out of the water. And it's like, oh, okay. They're kind of hinting at the time travel thing a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, fine, fine. I, I don't remember if that was in Whedon's version. Uh, it was. It was. Not. It was not. I don't. Okay. I don't think so. It probably wasn't because that would have stuck out. And I felt like we would have remembered it. But it might have been. Who knows? Um, and actually, looking back at the scene where he quote unquote rewind time, he actually used the ability where he made his body, I guess, I guess items can go through him. Because there was the initial explosion, and I was be watching it. He stuck his hand out, and you could see his body like started to like sizzle a little bit, and all of the explosion went past him. So again, this is the issue that I have with this movie being inconsistent. How are you going to have him in this scene use that ability, but he didn't use it earlier? And this and this time, it's not like he needed to run to activate it. He so, was so, so you're still. saying in this scene, they also showed yeah. him doing that thing where he can vibrate his body yes, so fast he, he could phase through matter. It, it, it he stuck his hand out, and you could see his body was phasing in and out. And the explosion went past him. And after the explosion went past him, he looked forward and saw the destruction, and he, he did the lightning thing, and he started running. And you saw the explosion coming back and rewinding. So they don't know what they were doing. It seemed like they at one some point of the movies, he's powerful, and other points of the movie, he's an idiot. This is a flash that we know at this point is able to use the phase thing that he does, change his molecules and his body so he can face to stuff or things can face mm -hmm. past him. And we know this is a flash that's able to tap into the speed force to time travel. Because if I remember correctly, in the Flash um, universe, the only way for you to time travel is to use the speed force. It's not just a matter of you running fast. You have to use the speed force, and that's why it's so dangerous. Every time you use the speed force to time travel, something can go wrong. 
And I mean, we kind of saw that in Flashpoint Paradox. There exactly. was a lot of things that went wrong. Exactly. So this movie is telling us this is a Flash that's experienced enough to know about this because he even made a point of saying, remember, you're not supposed to be doing this. So he knows the danger. So we can assume that this is a Flash that I've at least attempted already to time travel. And the fact that you reminded me about the earlier scene, this is somebody that technically did a, he changed time twice in one movie. This is not an amateur. <laughs> How do I save just... people again? <laughs> exactly. So this is my issue, man. Like it's all over the place with the powers. Yes, it's a cool scene. But at the same time, it like, is a cool scene, but doesn't make sense. Does, no, it doesn't. Like, yeah, it, it's just all over the place. And sadly speaking, and they just they just need to reboot everything and start over. Ooh, like, just, we'll, we'll we'll get to that at the end. We'll get to that at the end. But those are but strong. Yeah. Though, that's strong. That that uh, that's a strong stance to have. And, and you know what? We'll we'll talk about it in, in a couple minutes too. Um, yeah. but uh. Yeah, the the scene with the time travel happened. Uh, Barry's running style—it's something minor. I, I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> like it's kind of like noodle arms a little bit. I don't know. Um, but overall, uh, once he rewinds time, they they are able to separate the mother boxes, beat the crap out of Steppenwolf, and um, you know everyone gets like a killing blow. You have a uh, Wackelman shishkabobbing him <laughs> from the back. Uh, you have him throwing it up in the air for a Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman like cuts his head off, and that that was freaking awesome. I I, I like that. And then his head goes through the portal. Uh, Big Daddy Darkseid steps on it, <laughs> and um, that that pretty much wraps up that final scene with the movie. Um, and that's it. Darkseid's like, oh okay, so Steppenwolf was uh, a bitch, <laughs> and um, I guess. We'll just have to go to Earth ourselves. Let's Actually, gear up and get ready I'm, for future movies. I'm question for that. Is Stephen Wolf really that much of a useless dude? To the he is not important. He's, he's, he's not that important at all in the call. Because I mean, no, I think he, I saw him before, but like that was the first time I paid attention to him. So this dude is just a NPC. He's a background character. He might as well be my, one of the to, random drones. To my knowledge of Stephen Wolf, he is a higher up in dark sides you know uh army and whatnot yeah. but he's not this like you know oh you know uh dark side's gonna step on his decapitated head type of yeah, lackey yeah you know yeah i saw that i was like either dark side treated it treats everyone like this or he doesn't but he is a new god right what of quote unquote yeah he, god, he's, uh, he's one of the mm -hmm. new gods yeah what's so, his relationship to dark side is it like his dad or no, he's not his dad. Uh, uh, Darkseid's one, his actual son is uh, Orion. That's a they, hero, right? That, yeah. Orion's a hero, yes. Yeah. And then they, they did the whole switching of the sons thing. So yeah. his adopted son is Kalabak. Um, but no, Steppenwolf is not his son. But my base knowledge, he was not this shat on. Like... They really shat on. They Steppen. really gave him a lot of disrespect. Like this dude Hi, is <laughs> groveling on his feet for Daddy Steppenwolf to step, or for Daddy Darkseid to step on him, and he got his wish, I guess, at the he end did. of the movie. 
Um, at least he went out happy. That's all that he went out happy. I saw a grin on his face. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't nice kink chimpy for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what what do you guys think of the ending? Do you think it should have ended here? Because we're gonna get into the epilogue, which is the final bit. But I I I think the movie should have ended here. It was yes. fine. And that, that's how it. Well, that's how it like quote unquote ended before the epilogue, right? It was that little it shot. Was that money shot over. at the end. Yeah, them looking over and like, oh, we did it. We dun, did dun, it. Dun, 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 right? Dun. That was it, right? That was, yeah, that was, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean. Maybe. Maybe it should have ended like after the Martian Manhunter comes back and talks to them. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, really right end. there. That was it. That's all you needed. Right. You could have ended it there. I agree. That That's a that's a fine. Well, I think after they did it, they had a quick shot of like what everybody's doing. Like Superman, you know, opening up the black suit underneath his oh, you know, Clark Kent. Right. Oh, yeah, those yeah, yeah. Okay, things, yeah. You know? those so, yeah, I was fine. Yeah, I was fine with it ending right after that. And then the um, then the post credit scene got jumped to the end of the movie. So, and oh. it got it got a little longer, but we'll get there. You will. Um, that, I mean, that wraps up, like, the parts one through seven, I would say. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, the biggest thing now is uh, the epilogue, and um, <laughs> the epilogue. The ep- <laughs> oh my God, um, this—he should not have cut this together. The, the, I, mean, I again, I liked the movie. This part, sour taste in my mouth. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. I could have uh, did without. Same. I could have did without. Yeah, Grandmaster, you want to give us like a a summary, like or or set the scene for what happens in this glorious uh, epilogue for okay from the beginning of the epilogue sure uh yeah i guess like uh, what's um, going on yeah 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 so we got cyborg he goes and listens to the message of his father and that plays over the whole thing up until you know the nightmare it was nice it's nice it's a nice little voiceover his father always cared as we all knew yeah. um you see Aquaman reunite with Volko, and he's like, you know, I gotta go see my father before kicks I off his anything. movie, which yeah, he yep. went into. Kicks off his movie. You got um Ryan Choi, his uh uh cyborg's father's assistant. The uh, that's actually uh, a character who becomes the Adam. Adam, yep. I yeah, knew he was Adam. important, man. They kept they kept showing yeah. him. I'm like, yo, I know this guy. I looked he it has up. to be someone important. I looked it up. Yeah, I, I looked it up. The Adam. That's really cool. I can't because that could be another movie too. Very much so. Clearly, Snyder had plans because Ryan Troy, he wasn't in the the Whedon cut at all. Nope. Uh, so clearly, this man, you know, had plans. Uh, you see Bruce and Alfred, I guess, by this building that's going to be the Hall of Justice. So uh, we're a little bit away from uh, the Watchtower, but uh, here they are. He's like, oh, six tables. We're gonna have six tables right here. It's like so stupid. Oh, it's like he's trying room, to say we're gonna have for gonna have six kids, honey, <laughs> and they're all gonna sit right here. And then Wonder Woman says, "But room for more." And he's, yes. yes. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. Yes, Actually, this was really cheesy. <laughs> it was it dumb. Was, it was so it was, dumb. I was, was like, cheesy. dude. I, you did not need to do this, I, and yeah, you you, like, you did the, not need to do this. Why the hell is Bruce so excited about this? He's so excited. He's so proud uh, of himself, man. He's like, yo, l- l- look at what I did. I created a shitstorm, but I fixed it. The world is better now. <laughs> and now, now he's running with it, and then uh, <laughs> cheese. 
Uh, you got Barry going back to see his dad, saying, you know, he's uh, what got an internship or taking criminal law classes. Yeah, he uh, got a job. Yeah. He got a real job. Job. I said if he couldn't get one from Bruce Wayne, but ah, uh, yeah, well, maybe it was linked to Bruce Wayne. Maybe Bruce <laughs> Wayne got your, Was it? Was it? Because it's in Central. I mean, I guess Bruce Wayne's got. Uh, he connection. has connection. Yeah. Yeah, he does. This is I mean, what uh, should have happened in the scene. He did the thing with the bank acts, and yeah, uh, this, Superman's house. There was a scene where Barry, in the beginning, where Barry asks um, Batman, "What's his? So, what's your superpower? And superpower?" And he's like, "I'm rich." And Barry should have been like, "Well, can you get me a job <laughs> or get my dad <laughs> out?" That would have been yeah. good. That would have yeah, yeah. been good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't teach them how to network, I guess, in the Justice League or drive. Uh, Nah, but I mean Bruce Wayne's over here, uh, buying back the Kent family farm, no problem. He bought the bank. That he bought the, the bank. Sorry, the bank. <laughs> he bought he the can bank. Buy a bank. <laughs> and you know he could buy a bank, but can't get Barry a job. Whatever. That's too um, much, man. That, uh, asking the, for too much. The bat signals back up. Batman's going back home. Diana's uh, over here thinking about her island. Uh, Barry's running around happy, and, and Cyborg then, is finally came to a term with himself too, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, Cyborg. Yeah. I, I feel Cyborg. His arc really did come full circle within this movie, which was nice. Uh, I think it worked. He won a solo movie more than anything, but if all we could get was this, I, I'm satisfied with Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, I, I would be satisfied with him just being, you know. Uh, a mainstay in other people's movies and having you know arcs within those movies i wouldn't be upset with that but um here's a cool one the whole lex luther uh they changed that, this they changed it because originally in the snyder cut i don't know if y'all remember he's setting up the legion of doom in the weeding yeah. cut in the weeding cut because he brings on uh deathstroke Slade Wilson, and it looked like a cosplay outfit too. Like it wasn't, ooh. it wasn't great. I, I mean, there's been like three variations of a live action Slade within the last ten years. There's uh, on the Arrow universe, the, the Titans, well, the Titans series. Yeah, and Will Smith too, technically with Suicide Squad. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. That's Deadshot. That's uh, that's Deadshot. Never mind. But, I am revoking yeah. your fandom card. Thank you. Nah, My dude, they all look so similar, <laughs> dude. I hate this. <laughs> but uh, they changed it now, which is very interesting. Uh, Lex Luthor just feeds uh, Deathstroke that Batman is Bruce Wayne. This was supposed to play directly into the Batfleck film. Because oh, yes. Deathstroke was going to be the main villain in that film. And of course, we cannot have nice things. No, we cannot have nice things. I mean, that really fell off. I feel that fell off. I don't know how the hell that fell off. Oh, I think more appropriate. It's like, I I just don't know. This is what I sent you earlier with Bad Girl. This is what he's talking about. The Deathstroke, because Deathstroke was supposed to be in the movie, and Bad Girl was supposed to be in the movie helping Batman, because Batman was supposed to get his ass whooped. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into it in the in the where we stand yeah. now section, but yeah, it would have Deathstroke leading into Batman, which by the way was going to be written and directed by Ben Affleck. Batfleck. 
yeah. bad mm-hmm. fleck. So um, that I was excited for it. That was off of the Batman v Superman warehouse scene. I'm like, all right, fine, more of that, but in a movie. I like it. Well, Let's do it. No, they said. I mean, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, did I miss the Martian Man? No, the Martian Manhunter is the last bit. It's uh, the last. Yeah, it's the last bit. So I guess we can talk about the nightmare. Now oh, we get a full on nightmare scene. <laughs> And it's it, it must not be the near distant future. They all look relatively the same age, it, maybe except for Barry. Barry. Is Barry it Barry? Looks, oh, that's Barry. That's yeah. Barry. It, yeah, I was confused too. I had to he had the mustache. I'm like, yo, that looks like someone completely the, different. The facial hair was off, but it's it's Barry. Okay. Um, okay. But it looks no more. It can it couldn't be no more than maybe like ten years or something. Damn, um, I would have said a year or two. Yeah, maybe, maybe even so. Be. Yeah, 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 yeah very that much. Assume, that would assume it happened right after death. I'm assuming uh, Dark Side got the herb within like a month max, and they fought off for like a couple of days before everything went to shit. And that is fast forward a couple of years in the future. They're struggling, and there we go. And then we're left with the post-apocalyptic scene that we have in the epilogue, which they, they, they kind of quickly established some some key thoughts on it, like uh, yeah. Aquaman's dead, uh, Wonder Woman's dead, Wonder Woman's dead. We just got Batman, Cyborg, Flash, um, and Lois Lane is dead. And um, how do you call it? Artie Quinn is also dead. Harley Quinn. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I guess what the big reveal of other than everybody being dead and them teaming up and trying to avoid Superman because Lois Lane is dead. So Darkseid puts his hand on Superman and recruits him. Uh, Who's there but our good pal Jared Leto. Jared Leto's Joker is he's back. He's back. He's back. I long, don't want him anymore. <laughs> long thought dead, but here he is. Uh, how do we feel? Uh, Darcy, do you want to chime in? How, how do you feel about the return of the great Jared Leto? <laughs> I don't remember seeing any face tattoos on him on this one. There but were I did no. not have any. Yeah, yeah, I think he looked a little bit more insane as like the Joker. Um, I... I gotta tell you, I, I wasn't really a huge fan of the nightmare sequence, but when Joker was talking about like how I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but how you know that ha 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 on the suit that was in Batman's Batcave that was definitely done by him on Robin. Um, I don't know. There was just like a I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about the nightmare sequence. I I have I a simple say- question. Why is he? Why is Batman having the dream? Why? Like I don't get it. How I, come this man is having more vivid dreams than Cyborg that was connected to some supernatural mother box? Because Batman this dude was he was dreaming in 4K. <laughs> Cyborg was seeing the thing in 140p. There's an issue here. <laughs> he was yeah. Batman got some 4K HD goggles on with some of these visions. I mean. I'll take those brief visions with Cyborg than this interaction with Batman and Joker. And I, I'm telling you, when when I saw Suicide Squad, um, I 
I, I was of the fandom that was like, yo, this movie is garbage, right? But Jared Leto's Joker, I have not seen enough on of him to like just shit on him completely. I need to well, see more of him. I felt like it was only unfair. Had that, yeah. He only had the one film, you know. He only had that one film, and uh, apparently a lot of his scenes were cut from the, from the version that we got. So I'm like, no, I... I Everyone's saying, oh, no, you know, screw Jared Leto's version of Joker. I'm like, no, I, I need to see more of him. I think people are just too hyped up on Heath Ledger syndrome, right? So, and technically I, Joaquin Phoenix, too, huh? Yeah. Well, well now, well, yeah. here's the thing. That was back when Suicide Squad was new, right? Yeah. Then we got Joaquin Phoenix's Joker Sasha later. Such a better Joker. Oh, my God. Uh, this can be its own thing some other episode, but that movie, phenomenal, um, in my opinion, at least. Uh, and after seeing that and now coming back to Jared Leto's Joker, I was more critical because I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I can't, man. <laughs> like this is post Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job with his own interpretation. Yeah, he got his own movie and was able to do his own thing with him. But you had two shots with this, uh, in Suicide Squad and in this, you didn't sell me on either. I never want to see you again. <laughs> I'm still a great actor, still a great actor, but as the Joker, I- I'm sorry. When, when when he said that line about like the reach around with uh with <laughs> Batman, yes, I remember messing you with that. I'm like, I'm dude, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? Like, it's just it it's okay. You're being edgy, but it's just dumb. My dude, Mira I, was the only girl in the group. Batman had to settle. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I just—I don't know. What do you guys think of the of the um, Joker and Batman interaction? What do you think, Rose? Honestly, I don't really care for it. I mean, I get it. I understand their, you know, their relationship. I do kind of see Batman's dark side in how he responds. Oh, um, the Harley but Quinn honestly. Stuff. Yeah, with all this Quinn stuff and the F you, I'm gonna F and kill you and all that stuff like that. But the um that made sense, but the joke the Joker being there in this whole I Jared Leto as a Joker too, kind it just threw me off. This the whole the that interaction kind of just I wasn't a hundred percent leaned in on it. So it's just kinda like eh, to me. It's like that's oh, there. Yeah. I I I I, I could have been without it. It's yeah, it's like, uh, okay, uh, this happened, and um, I'm kind of indifferent to it. Like, I like the con because he- he's meeting up Joker because he realizes we have to team up with this guy. Why? I don't know, but they have to team up. Batman and the rest of them have to team up with Joker, and um, I'm just like, I-, I like the idea of you know these forces having to join together to take down the 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 big baddie dark side and evil superman but the execution here was just awful like i'm just tired of this whole like batman and joker need each other shit that's it's always played been out. a thing like come yeah. on i mean i know it's a thing thing but like at this point it's like i don't know i mean it's maybe more. that's why we have to see a fear movie but like oh here we go again they need it. oh batman two I, sides I, of the know, same coin you love but we the same we're the same people y'all they are not the same people they're not two sides <laughs> of the same coin they are not 
I, well, that's what made the Batman, the you know, the one that got canned, the Batman movie with Ben Affleck so cool. Like, we were going to get Deathstroke as the main villain. Look at that. The writers being brave with another popular villain that does not need to be Joker in a Batman movie. Wow. Mm. I'm excited. But, uh, it's, it's, it's whatever with this one. Um, what about you, GM? Um goodness uh <laughs> um, that's that's um, pretty much I, the mood i mean <laughs> i don't i don't i don't i don't need jared leto's joker performance anymore nor do Very i dumb. care i mean uh darce put it you know talking about like the 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 robin suit yeah would i like to see that yeah but I don't care to see Jared Leto's performance anymore doing that story. So I don't really care to see this future installment of, you know, where they're teaming up. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're not really the same coin, two sides, whatever. Uh, was it cool to bring him back? Yes. It was very it was unexpected. Interesting. Like no one, no yeah. one saw it coming. And, uh, he Zack Snyder didn't have any intention to use Jared Leto. He only brought him back because the studio, uh, Warner Brothers let him do uh, a couple additional scenes. Uh, most of also, that these scene, scenes were new. Those those were new. Um, oh, yeah, that was after Warner Brothers gave him uh, the go ahead to add some new scenes because most of them were just like you know the they finished the scenes that he had done. And they put back the scenes that were cut. This was a new scene. He, I, someone I've read. I don't know if this is true. They filmed that thing in the backyard. I don't know if that's true. What? <laughs> I, that's I the treatment know. Jared Leto deserves for his acting skill. Anyway. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's done okay. The backyard, some stuff. The backyard treatment. Yes. Um, like he doesn't deserve to get on the set. No, 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 no. The best oh, you can do is look from afar, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I feel the same. I don't I don't need it. I'm good without it. Um, yeah. So um, I have a question: Is the next upcoming Robert Pattinson movie is that going to have Jared Leto's Joker in it, nope. or are we going to see different? That's a good question. It's not. It's it not because it's, it's, that's a younger version of Batman. So, so maybe we'll have, have a younger have... version of Joker playing. Yeah, yeah but not not Jared Leto. Version. Yeah, so but I mean like Jared Leto's character. No, it's no. A, it's its own universe. If, if they do oh. do Joker in that movie, it won't be Jared Leto's Joker. Which is the problem with DC itself. It can't get and they want to build a universe, but they keep re scratching the rebooting the universe over and over. They're lost. They are completely like the lost. So is this Batman gonna tie in with Joaquin? Phoenix nope. Joker? No one knows. No, it's its own at, thing. At, at, we don't what? really know. We don't really know, but it's a very likely scenario that it won't. Walking into <laughs> there's like so many different Batman universes out there. The, the answer is no. It's what? no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, Phoenix's Joker was a passion project by Todd Phillips. It was. And that's that's really all it is. I don't think he has any plans to take that thing further or connect it to anything. So um, the, 
the debate now with the popularity because this is actually popular is that now people are looking more into justice league now again is do you continue with the reboot or do you build off of the universe that's already here <sighs> well that's what triggered a lot of you know the the trending hashtags like uh revive the snyder verse return to the snyder verse uh stuff like that and warner brothers actually came out with an official statement and they basically told snyder and the fans to piss off <laughs> good uh they their their exact quote was something along the lines of uh you know uh oh uh, snyder this was a passion project he told his story he finished his trilogy we have way more exciting projects in the works and we can't wait to share them with you and it's like guys you don't know what you're doing like if I'm I'm always going to go back to this. If Wonder Woman 1984 is anything to go by, they have no idea with continuity or what they're trying to establish. You know what? Uh, a, a little bit of a tangent. Back in the you know the the uh, the scene with Wonder Woman defending the children, right? In the Snyder cut, when she gets the bomb, she jumps into the air and throws the suitcase so that the bomb can explode midair. Mind you, Wonder Woman 1984 that takes place before this movie she establishes that she knows how to fly. Yeah. And Which the yet, way she learned how to fly was foolish in 1984, but I won't. We won't another thing. Foolish. It, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and, and, and they and oh I, I get God. it. Wonder Woman 1984 came out after this movie, but it, they didn't have to put that in, in that movie. They didn't have to put in 1984 that she could fly. But it's 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 a testament to what DC's mindset is with continuity in this universe. They stopped caring. They don't DC. care. This is why I prefer the animated movies, and this is why I like the Sam Leo movies. Like the one that you guys, you, me, and Ray used to watch. There is continuity. You watch the first. Oh, the animated titans, movies where the it's animated, like, yeah. yeah, it's all made by the same guy, Sam Lee or Sam Lu, whatever to pronounce his name. And I'm just gonna call him Sam. There's I know continuity. You're talking about. Yeah, there's continuity. You watch the first movie, you're gonna see new characters in the sequel, but the same old character will be there. They're not gonna change attitude. It's not gonna be a brand new thing. No, you, there's a story to follow. But no, this movie is just, quite simply speaking, a clusterfuck. That's what the live action movies are. There's, it's really, if, I feel they put, they have a big ass office. There are 10 rooms and in every room, somebody is writing something different. And they all come out and the, whoever is the head of the office says, you know what? I will take all 10 and we're going to mix them up together. That's what they did. That's why we have yeah. a new Batman movie that's not even connected to the current Justice League or whatever else. Or we don't even before. know how it's going to try to even connect. It like, might not even not. do It might yeah. not even do anything to try and connect because, I mean, they, they even established that Zack had intentions of making two more Justice League movies. So he had plans. Yeah. To continue. And you can tell. You can tell yeah. in the movie. You can, yeah. you can tell in the movie that tell. he was trying to lead to a couple more movies after that. So. And and to, to really show that Warner Brothers is saying hell no to anything continuing this, d like the past week since the movie came out, Snyder's, Snyder and other cast members have been just splurging on what their intentions were with the story. So so they even know, dude, we're, we're not going to continue with this. Like, it's just not going to happen because we're, yeah. we're just going to tell you what we had planned and 
just you guys can nut over it <laughs> if you want, and but that's all you're gonna get. Trying to start another, you know, start another campaign. It, it might that's how we got where we are now. That's how we got where we are now. I don't think we need a campaign though. Oh, this is a, this is a big attempt right here, and I, 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 moving forward, I feel like we'll see more Wonder Woman movies. Patty Jenkins already confirmed her and Gal Gadot trying to do Wonder Woman three. God, they got Aquaman two lined up. I, I, it sounds like these things are just gonna become their own thing. But then you know you have the Flashpoint movie. Uh, it is, it's, it's Flashpoint. I it think is Flashpoint. The Flashpoint. They established that already. It's established. I think with the Flashpoint, they're really just gonna try to just say, uh, "Fuck it, all these things are separate. Here's why." Flashpoint. They can reboot the series by doing the Flashpoint. Yeah, have them go back to the present, but the present you know, is I different never from the original that. one. Yeah, Flash they might could just do reset that. the universe. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean work. that's the whole point of Flashpoint. So. It, 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 uh, I, and, uh, I, I mentioned this in uh, a previous episode of ours, but you know, the Flash TV show uh, did the whole thing where they connected all the multiple DC entities, you know? He that ran was it. cool. I yeah. like that. I mean, it, it's cool, but you know, it's, it's their cop-out of saying, we don't have to all be connected, but we are. They said, oh, but we are connected. The Flash, he ran through it. Yeah. It, it it's more like a flashpoint <laughs> that kind of resets everything. It'll kind of remind me of uh, Days of Future Past, where they went back and they're like, "Oh yeah, my no goodness, oh. <laughs> please no!" I forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That oh did yeah, happen. that was their that was their reset. That was their way to like try to retell, they try to bring back old characters they killed off and retell a new story. Well, that was their way of saying X Men Three sucked. X Men Origins Wolverine sucked. We'll Forget do better this happened. time. Uh, but oh wait, we'll we'll release Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I was about to say, you know, what good was all that resetting when you put out Dark Phoenix? Yeah. Oh my God, that'll be well, its own demon to tackle in a separate. A, that's a whole. That's a, yeah, that's a whole another topic. Um. I think I think what uh the last part of the epilogue we almost forgot it. Yeah, they bring back Martian Manhunter. Uh, they bring just, back Martian Manhunter. And what he goes to Bruce and says, "You're gonna need me one day. I'll be here. I know Bruce. you could use me uh, earlier this week, but I had some things to take care of." Or the fact that Bruce saw an alien coming to his house and he still was sleepy. He was robbing his eyes, saying, like, oh, what's going on? Like, my bed. Oh, sure, man. Yeah, oh, see you next way week. Too He's seen a lot. He's seen a lot. Like, He's seen a lot, man. You know what? What's, an, what's a floating alien at my door at this point? <laughs> like, he just he has clear glass. His, his home had clear windows. He does not care anymore. Yeah. He stopped. He's, he's ready for that early retirement at this point. How do people keep in contact with each other? You know, like there was no like exchange of anything. He's like, you're gonna need me one day. Cell phone. Wait, <laughs> huh? Wait, huh? How do I get a hold of you? He's just no gonna worry, come flying I'm back. <laughs> I mean, there there are ways. Batman has ways. I don't know. Fly over in the Batwing, make a dramatic entrance, and the, the was it the Masera, the the, 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 the Wonder Woman. 
Themyscira. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll drop in, make a big scene, and they'll say, "Oh my God, a man!" <laughs> <laughs> my dude, he can't fly. He does with have Themyscira. He's a man. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. The the, the, the barrier nonsense. Uh, I don't know. They'll they'll find some BS way to have him contact everyone again. But as we all know, Snyder versus Kaput. It's it's done. He's never dead gonna. Dead in the water. Mm-hmm. It's dead in the water. Nothing else. And I mean, for now, for now well, yeah, you never know. They might. Th- there was something with this that some people were arguing that maybe, maybe HBO Max can do its own thing with like their own like TV Justice series. League. Yeah, their own TV series with Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then the movies are their own thing. Make it animated. That's all they need to do. You want them the, animated? Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I, like I will die on this hill. The whoever works in the animation or animated movie part of DC Studio, they know what they're doing. I don't know why these people are not getting promotions. I know DVD sales are probably down because nobody buys DVD anymore, and all of those movies are directed DVD. But I really have gone out of my way to see every single DC animated movie that have come out in the last ten years. Well, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I went there and we go. downloaded the DC Universe just to watch some of them. There we go, Looney. Right when we're done speaking, I might watch Superman: Man of Tomorrow because I didn't know that movie came out last summer. Um, on the Wikipedia, when we had the time and see what movie were released and we used to watch them in order. I've really went down the entire list and I've enjoyed every single one of them. Yet the live action movies keep missing. So obviously they need help from the people that work at those studios. They know what yeah. they're doing. You know Hired the thing too is that Zack Snyder used animation in one of his movies too when he did a director's cut. Watchmen had mm. a couple of animated scenes inside oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, that's right. I never watched that movie. Damn. <laughs> So it, it might be interesting to see like uh, a future Justice League where maybe there is a little bit of hybrid of the two. I don't know. Yeah. I, I personally wasn't a fan of animation being cut in in the middle of live action, but maybe some people out there did like it. Yeah, it could work. There is a slight, there's a slight potential, especially with HBO Max and streaming and the way it's going. There is a slight chance that they might just expand this right here. Because however we feel about it, you know, I thought he was good and some of us think he was bad. I would say overall this is a success for them compared to the first one and everything else. Yeah, I agree. Like, over, I think this is a success. And, and I might be wrong now because it's early on and I could, you know, check the numbers later. But I think they consider this a success. So it they might try talking. to. They might try to. Yeah. So they might try to squeeze something at the very least of an HBO Max type of thing going on with it. But we'll see. We'll never know. It could just be the end. WB's kind of seems pretty hard on <laughs> what they want to do. And it, I guess it makes some sense because they already have things in action and money already spent. And they were already right. tough in the beginning. But uh, you never know. You never know. You don't. No, no. I mean, yeah. You got Black Adam, Batman, uh I think there was a vampire one, or was that Marvel? Oh, that's I Marvel. That I mean, that's okay. that's that's Sony. That's Morbius. Okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never yeah. mind. Forget that. Um, I guess uh, the only thing left is the score, guys. Uh, we're at the end. We I made mean, it, man. We made it. We, oh, no. we, 
We made it in the say uh, an hour less than the time <laughs> it took to watch the entire cut. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I mean I could start the score off. Uh, on all honesty, I think our our thoughts pretty much were laid out in this entire episode. I would say out of if, if I was going to give it a score from one to ten, um, I think this is a solid. I would say 6.5, maybe seven. Oh. I and, and and to me, a 6.5 or seven is not is not bad. You know, that's that's a movie that it, it intrigued me enough that I was able to watch it in two sittings. The first sitting wasn't even really uh, an attempt at watching it. It was more like, oh, I got an hour, I got like 30 minutes to kill, and I'll watch it. Boom, done. And then once I sat the second time. There were multiple times where I could have stopped, but I just didn't want to. I I was actually kind of sucked into what was happening, and uh, I mean, yeah, I I I enjoyed the movie. It could have been way better, and it could have been a lot worse. I think that's one of the things too. I went in with low expectations, and they were kind of met. Some above higher than others. Uh, so. I, that that's that that's my score uh 6.5 you know what seven seven i'm just gonna say seven i liked enough in this movie i'm gonna give it a solid seven the og we didn't cut that is a demon of its own that's probably in the realm of like three or two that's you know what quite, I'm... that's quite the gap yeah, it, it's a gap. Yeah. I think the Snyder Cut improved it uh, on what Whedon's Justice League did. Whedon's Justice League, I remember liking it early on when it first came out. And it progressively got worse the more I thought about it and the more time passed because you just realized that movie was terrible. Um, so that's my take on it. Seven. Seven out of ten, Whedon Cut. Uh, three out of ten. Uh what do you think, GM? I'll pat. I, I I guess we'll go down the the row. So, what do you think? Um. Okay. Uh, I will say after talking with y'all and rewatching some of the scenes as we were talking with y'all. Yes, I cheated. Sorry. Oh. Um. Uh. I will say I'm coming out a little more on. Maybe I'm not as mad at the film as I was before. I still don't think cohesiveness was there. And I still feel it was way too long and had a lot of uh, unnecessary scenes. So I I think I'm with you, Dr. Jace. I think I'm sitting at like a seven. For me, uh, eights and above are like really rewatchable. A Those seven. are movies you praise, like, oh my god, it was amazing. I loved all of this. This exactly hard, minimal flaws. Exactly. A seven for me is oh, you're watching this? Oh, I can I can watch this with you and tell you how much I dislike it or scenes that I liked and dislike. But if I have something better to do, I will go do that better thing. Especially for four hours of my time. That is for sure. So Fair maybe enough. Yeah, a seven. A well, seven. what would you give the weed and cut just to compare? Like the weed, the weed and cut in comparison. Um, I I feel the weed and cut is not that much lower, just because cohesively, I think it's a, a movie. It's definitely not a good movie. So how about this? The weed and cut is a six point five. 
Ooh, we went, not that far off. We went half a step. Oh, God. So hardly an improvement. We went half a step up. So, so wait, out of curiosity, before you started uh, talking about it with us, what were you sitting at originally with, with the Snyder Cut? Because you said uh, it kind of improved a little bit. Oh, uh, I guess. Uh, about the same? Roughly the same or... Okay. I just didn't care enough to even score it. Okay. Not care enough to score it, and that says a lot. If I don't want to score you, that means you're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, probably. You're yeah. unworthy. Uh, and who am I to call <laughs> a movie unworthy? But like Steppenwolf. Yeah. Ex- uh, yeah. Here I am, dark side, stomping on his face. Yeah. So yeah, seven, a uh, six point five, and we bumped up to a seven. Weedon six point five, Snyder seven. Congratulations, Snyder. You did it. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, Rose? I want to say mid to strong seven. Okay. So I'll say 7.7. I'm not going to lie. I actually Ooh, okay. enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't, normally, I don't normally go this high. But knowing where it came from, also it's a lot of factors. Hearing us, t- I know we ripped it to shreds a little bit, but it hit its stride in some places. Um, and I think... I think I'm think I'm unfairly grading it also on the whole situation. I think it's I think it's epic in the sense that a director can come back and do more of their vision. You can tell that a lot of stuff was thrown in. You can tell that, you know, some fan service was there. But when it when it hit its stride in some parts, it hit its stride in some parts. I wanna say the first hour and a half was a little slower, took itself a little too serious, but the second half had me hooked on and I think gauging the room, we had some people in our room who didn't know a thing about Justice League um, and they enjoyed the movie. Um, they actually fell asleep the first like hour, but they, they enjoyed the rest of it. And I think I can't I can't really ignore that. And I can't really ignore that. I sat through the whole movie without a without a pause without a break i sat through the whole movie and i was there and i did it during the day on purpose because at night i probably would have fell asleep but i'm feeling i'm feeling in the range of 7.5 to 7.7 because to me the original is really really bad so i Where think would you rate the original i don't even want to i don't I honestly don't want to ah. rate the, below five below five easily Ooh, it's below bad five. to me I, right. I can't even watch it like i i really can't <laughs> It's really bad for a lot of reasons. But when I look at my pros and my cons list, I really like Cyborg. Uh, I really like the Justice Day with this story. There are some cons. The pacing is still a problem. It could be cut down some more. Snyder's direction with the slow-mo, so much slow-mo. I'm, I was never a fan of anyway. I've seen Watchmen. 10% and stuff, so of the movie was slow-mo. 10, 10% of the movie, That's a yeah. lot to me. That's a lot to me. Still some drawn-out scenes and still some stuff, but action fun for a hero movie like i'm doing it strictly out of dc hero what we have right now it's strong it's a strong seven to me so okay okay dars on to you all right i'm gonna keep it nice and simple i'm very optimistic about or i i rate things pretty high i would give this one an average b it's about an 8.5 8. 8.4 the highest so far don't <laughs> i well you guys have been crapping on it the whole time. I really did enjoy it. And the, the fact is that it was entertaining for me. I was able to, you know, enjoy the Justice League a lot more than the Whedon cut. And on top of it, I think the people that you watch it with also play like a factor into how much you enjoy it. 
when I was watching it with the people, you know, like they they were going like, oh, wow, this was actually way better. Like I have a way better understanding of like who these people are. I, I like this one a lot more. And so for me to kind of like sit in and hear a lot of uplifting things about it, it was it kind of changed my perspective about it as well. And I was like, oh, you know what? This was a good movie. The Whedon cut, it, it, as much as I want to try to be optimistic towards that one, it just wasn't memorable to me. I just only remember the bad and the the pop culture references and the people talking about the CGI mustache and you know Woo-hoo. all the cheesiness. Like that that would probably make the rating about a three for me. But with this one, like based off of the fact that Snyder went and listened to the fans, that he went and he persevered and he still put his vision out there for people to like watch. To me, I got to give it a lot of merit. So I gave it that high B rating. All right. And then uh, Whedon's cut. What would you give that one? Yeah, that one's a three. That one's definitely a pretty low. (laughs) So, so far we've had uh, not worthy of rating Whedon for uh, GM and Rose. And then (laughs) me and you were in three territory for Whedon's cut. I mean, Whedon's cut kind of reminded me of, and I might be crucified for this. It reminded me of Fan Four Stick, the Miles Teller Fantastic Four, <laughs> like that. It just—that's a three for me. That film was like a three for that me. That film was, oh my god, that was really low. I, I would say even a, a a two. That was a one and a half for me. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Yeah, that was not worth the time. Uh, wow. All right. Well, we have the highest one with you is eight, uh, eight point five. Um, Toasty, I'm sure you have an opinion on this. <laughs> yes. Um, let's Snyder just get cut rid of one the, to ten. Let's get rid of the old one first. Uh, the Whedon. Um, Whedon just okay. it was just a three. It was bad. It was horrible. I remember watching it, and I, I remember watching it with my roommates. We ordered from um, the Red Box, whatever the hell it's called. Um, it was a waste of money. This one, in my opinion, is still a garbage movie overall, but you have to give it credit for the thing that it did well. So the thing that it did well, it was extremely good. For my score, I would give it a 6 to a 6.5. And the reason for that is because I felt there was too much useless things in the movie. If I'm watching a movie, I understand that it cannot be action after action for three hours straight or two hours straight. But this movie was a little bit too much. You trail too much. It reminded me of when you write it, when you're supposed to write a paper, and when you're writing a paper as a student, you know that you don't know what you're writing about, so you make up sentences to make your paragraph seem bigger and appear like more complete. This is what they did with that movie. Kind of like a run-on sentence. Yeah, it was a bunch of run-on sentences in the essay. And it's like, okay, that's good. You wrote five pages. Everybody else wrote three pages. But your actual content is only one page. You guys mentioned before, 10% of the movie was in slow-mo. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. But (laughs) I give it a 6 to a 6.5. I did enjoy the good part of it. Like, the fighting scene, Steppenwolf suit, new armor... The addition of Dark Side, so you get more an idea who he is. All of these things were done really well, but at the same time, it is twice as good as the previous version. But it's still a fucking great for me. I'm, I'm not gonna rewatch that movie. I don't care well, what it is. I, 
I don't think I just, any of us would, regardless oh, oh, of how much we praise it. it it's a four-hour venture. And not only that, it's one of those movies. If, I, if I'm doing something in the background. Oh. Oh. oh hmm. Interesting. You know what? Yeah. Credit to you. I cannot do it. Even if it's playing in the background, I will have to switch it. Because I'll, I feel I'll like, watch the action scenes. I like yeah, them. Yeah, but like I feel like they have so much potential. And the reason this pisses me off more is because me, unlike you guys who are more familiar with the comics and everything, my only, I guess, relationship with DC is to the animated movie. And I know you, Amanda, you're always making fun of me because I even, even till today, I get DC and Marvel confused because I didn't grow up with those. <laughs> so I came in contact with those way later than you guys. So for me to see that the animated movie are so well made and the live actions are so badly made pisses me off. It makes no sense. Yeah, it, so, it, it's kind of like a polar opposite with polar what Marvel opposite. has. Exactly. Marvel cannot make a good and well, no, you know what? No, no. But Marvel's animated movie ventures are usually terrible. They, yeah, they, and that's yeah. the opposite. I don't watch the Marvel animated movies at all because i realize they're garbage compared to the dc movies but i can tell you i every dc movie i've seen if we go back and do something about it, i can tell you how much i enjoy it for god's sake i remember um it was back in 0506 around that time when i first watched the batman versus dracula movie that movie blew my God. mind on how, and that was one of the first i guess dc movies that i've seen that was a bit more bloody than the rest and it blew my mind how well they can make a movie. But I bet with you, if they had done that movie as a live action, they were going to ruin it. So, yeah. uh, screw them. Screw Psych Snyder. This dude is overrated. <laughs> I hope he hears this one day. Um, and, yeah. He's overrated, in my opinion. Dude, yeah. what, if, what if he hires you to play how, uh, uh, John Stewart as Green My Lantern. dude, time to kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> You know I was drunk, right? <laughs> I oh always my knew you God. were the best, Zach. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a good movie, but I mean it was an okay movie. This is a movie you have to watch with people. And that was probably it. I watched it by myself because my cousins lost interest really fast. And you have to watch it with people and maybe that would have made it better, but for now no. Yeah, that's true. It's disappointing. I think I, I think roughly we're all on the same page of it was better than the uh oh, than yeah. the weed and cut. If you um, had said that it was not better, then you're entitled to your wrong opinion, but that's <laughs> on you. It was. It it was better. And I guess that's where we we'll have our disagreements how much better was it and you can kind of see it from our scores we're all over the place with uh where we think it fit in terms of like how good it was or how bad it was um but yeah i i think uh that covers everything really we missing yeah. anything else gm uh no i think we nailed it i like the music okay. score better that's all I got to get off my chest. The, oh, okay, oh, Rose oh, the Crafter. Okay. And the That's it. I don't want to talk about it, but I'll just throw it out there. I do <laughs> no, like that. I know Ray okay. earlier didn't like the music, but I like the I like the uh, weird ancient um, whatever is going the on. La the the lamentation. The it, lamentation. I did like it. It was a little overused, 
but yeah. I did like it the first couple times. Not Hella like the sixth time. Overused. Hello. But uh, I love that Wonder Woman theme. I don't care how many times that plays. I, I will, listen to that all day. I will note this just because the music was brought up. Danny Elfman did this not the weed and cut. And uh we haven't had like great Danny Elfman since a Tim Burton film. Uh and then this new one was Junkie XL uh, mixed with Hans Zimmer. So just want to throw that out there. Uh, maybe Hans Zimmer's great and he's consistent, consistently. Yeah. Um, I'll back you up on that. I love this musician, dude. Every movie he has done he's, he, that he has his music in there, it's a hit. Like Interstellar. God. Yeah. Oh, yes. all, all his Nolan uh, collabs, f- fantastic. Uh, Danny Elfman hasn't been. I, I don't think Danny Elfman has made a great, like, uh, like, oh my gosh, Danny Elfman since the Sam Raimi films of Spider Man. That's the last one I can think of. Oh my god, I want to quote something so bad from those movies, but I. <laughs> don't we'll save it for another. Save it. Yeah. We'll save it for another but, time. Yeah, no, I think I think we covered everything. We covered all grounds. I think we're good to wrap up. Um, Actually, one last thing. Oh. Um, apparently, Pierce Brosnan, whatever to pronounce his name, he's been cast as Doctor Fate in the new Black Adam movie. I saw that. Oh. Yeah, they just announced it like hour, a couple hours ago as we were talking. So that's oh, something fine. new. That's I, I like that casting choice. Actually, I, I do. I do. Yeah, it's it's so weird that everyone's in a DC fever right now that we're getting casting directing plot threads being revealed i mean this whole week has just been i guarantee you by the time this podcast is done editing and it's uploaded like we'll probably get like 20 bits of new information that 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 we could have added uh to the end of this is crazy Um, we'll just have to bring it back to the table well this is the snyder cut of the podcast this is oh my this God. is our snyder cut yeah. just wait for the director's cut of what? the snyder cut <laughs> how much slow we have in this in this podcast <laughs> that is true but hey i mean i as 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 compared to the snyder cut i actually enjoyed every minute of this episode of the podcast so <laughs> i would give this podcast a 10 out of 10 it was oh, awesome no. It was awesome talking with fellow Supernovas and fellow Yonko. Um, and uh, yeah, I would say that wraps up this episode for our review of the Snyder Cut. Hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, well, the episode. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't like the Snyder Cut, I mean, that's hey, on you. Know, you. That's, that's on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, and I always forget this. Follow our social media. Yes. Uh, Twitter handle. Twitter uh, handle. At at, Yonko Table. At Yonko Table. Same with Facebook page. At Yonko Table. And we'll have links to our individual uh, social media links in those posts on the Yonko Table pages. So, uh, yeah. That wraps up this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, like, subscribe, review. on. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please, thank you. Appreciate Love, y'all. Love everyone's opinion. Appreciate all of you. And have a good rest of your night. Dr. Jace Attorney, Grandmaster Hoop, Rose the Crafter, Dars, and Toasty, and Earlier Ray. Signing off. Take care, guys. <laughs>